Buenos dias from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 31st of August, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Start with Spanish football news this week. As last week's row over Luis Rubiales' impromptu kiss on Jenny Hermoso's lips continue after Spain won Women's World Cup in a glorious game against England, Rubiales, president of the Spanish Football Federation, or RFEF, outraged people worldwide when he decided to kiss Armoso on the lips during the Women's FIFA World Cup tournament ceremony after the game by holding her head so that she couldn't move away. FIFA opened a disciplinary case on Thursday the 24th and provisionally suspended him on the 25th. On the same day, RFEF said on social media that they would support Rubiales' position and take legal action against Hermoso for her, quote, lies. However, they deleted the post hours later. Worldwide media storm forced the RFEF to organize an emergency meeting to discuss its president on Monday the 28th. As it stands, 81 Spanish players say they refuse to play until Rubiales is removed, including the 23 players who won the World Cup and 11 Spanish coaches resigned over the weekend in protest as well. Two investigations are taking place, a preliminary internal investigation by the RFEF and another led by the Spanish government who opened legal proceedings against Rubiales through the Spanish Sports Tribunal, that's TAD, on the 25th to investigate if what took place was indeed sexual assault. While Rubiales awaits his fate from the TAD, his mother, Angeles Mejar, locked herself up in the Divina Pastora Church in Motril on Monday the 28th. She decided to host her protest on her own against what she described as the vilification of her son. She also asked Jenny Hermoso to, quote, tell the truth. According to close family, she wanted to go on a hunger strike until a solution was found and justice prevailed. However, two days after the hunger strike started, her condition deteriorated and she was taken to the hospital. Priest at the church said she wouldn't go back to the chapel because she was, quote, tired of being there and, quote, felt uncomfortable. Jenny Hermoso is on the other side of this story. While many are against Rubiales, some criticize her, particularly on social media, of course. A video of her on the bus after the impromptu kisses emerged, where some people are saying that she was laughing and joking about the situation with other team members, as if that mattered. Continuing with women's football, in an interview with Telecinco, Lola Gallardo, a Spanish goalkeeper who plays for Atletico de Madrid Femenino, shared how she feels female players were treated in this World Cup. Gallardo is one of the players who has resigned in protest against Rubiales. In the interview, she says she wasn't particularly surprised by Rubiales' actions and that it was a horrible gesture. She believes it would never have happened in men's football as she, quote, has never seen Rubiales kiss Spanish football Sergio Ramos on the mouth when he's won important titles, end quote. Gallardo also quoted Rubiales' apology speech when he said kissing Jenny was like kissing his daughter, telling Telecinco that Jenny is a professional athlete. It's clear from the interview that she felt the player's treatment throughout the World Cup this year was unfair. Gallardo said, she felt the team was never treated like professional footballers and that the RFEF has protected coach Jorge Vilda's actions at all costs despite a backlash from players since September, which caused some national players to resign before the World Cup. Moreover, amidst the controversy, Vidal has supported Rubiales. The RFEF now wants to fire Vidal 
and is trying to find ways to terminate his contract as the team's coach. Moving on to a less metaphorical storm, as sudden violent winds on Sunday the 27th heavily affected Mallorca in the Balearic Islands. Suddenly, 130 kilometers or 80 miles per hour crosswinds, followed by rain and stormy conditions, wreaked havoc on the island on Sunday. Flights coming into the island saw extreme turbulence and had to turn around. Pieces of debris from buildings were flying off, as was furniture left on balconies. Separately, the dock lines of a P&O cruise ship snapped because the storm in Palma de Mallorca, causing the massive vessel to float away from the dock into the port like a paper boat, crashed into a nearby oil tanker, sustaining minor structural damage. Luckily, no one was injured and only a handful of passengers were on board. Following the crash, they managed to anchor the vessel about a mile from shore. It's now safely docked in the Palma de Mallorca port. P&O said passengers will be transferred or flown home to Southampton. Sudden violent storm didn't only affect Mallorca either, as Barcelona also saw a dramatic weather change and turbulent protests at the Vuelta de España bicycle race on Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th. Even before the Vuelta kicked off, a group of Catalan independentistas threatened to disrupt the race's opening stages. While Saturday evening time trials went off without a hitch, a sudden storm enveloped Barcelona, causing dangerous racing conditions. On Sunday the 27th, sudden stormy wet conditions and plastic-mounted nail tacks caused even more danger and flat tires. The tacks on the road may have been thrown by protesters. Spain's political stalemate continues as a president is yet to be appointed. Alberto Núñez Feijó, leader of Partido Popular, needs more support from other parties to secure an absolute majority after being proposed as a candidate by King Felipe VI the last week. Despite gaining two votes from smaller parties, he fell short by four votes for a majority. Feijó has reached out to the socialists for support. On Wednesday the 30th, he requested backing from PSOE to lead a two-year government and break the deadlock following July's inconclusive general election. However, Pesoy promptly rejected his proposal, of course. Fejo's deadline to secure a majority is the 26th of September. Failure to do so might lead King Felipe VI to consider Pedro Sanchez leader of Pesoy or call for another general election. Spain has several important issues to deal with as continuing droughts stretch water reserves. However, according to the Catalan Water Agency, or Agencia Catalana de Laguas, or ACA, a water regeneration or desalinization project has so far prevented water cuts for the area's residents. Specifically, after the last severe drought between 2004-2008, Catalonia has extended its capacity to produce desalinated safe drinking water, building the El Prat de Lobregat plant and expanding the Tordera plant in Maresme. After last summer, when the current drought was showing its effects, efforts were redoubled, generating a huge quantity of drinking water for residents. Want to find out more? Check the show notes. In the summer, it's not only the heat you should be worried about. The summer has been one of the most tragic in the past 20 years in terms of gender violence, as 16 women were murdered between July and August. These cases account for 40% of the killings of 2023. Lighter news, we have some catching up to do with the economy front. According to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD, Spain has successfully regained its pre-academic economy levels. Spanish economy is rising as the GDP might return to pre-COVID levels. Spain's economic recovery has been attributed to various factors, including effective vaccination campaigns, as well as effective government support measures. 
Next up, let's talk about road safety and cycling lanes. Local cyclists in Elche, Alicante, have been protesting against council plans to remove cycle lanes in the city that, according to the council, are dangerous and unsafe. The region's recently elected local government is a coalition between right-leaning People's Party and the nationalistic Vox Party, who have decided to adopt a pro-car policy. Council already removed one cycle lane last week. Work is now underway to remove another. It isn't just nationalistic parties that have adopted pro-car policies either. The newly elected mayor of Barcelona, socialist Jaume Colboni, has announced that a small portion of a pedestrianized area near the city's cathedral will be turned into parking spaces despite the city's pledge for greener energy. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We've shared Spain's top stories this week. Your turn to spread the word about these updates. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hasta la próxima.